Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Pro Box TV's Deep Waters. I am George Jakovic with an all-star cast. As always, we got the Hall of Famer, Teddy Atlas, champions Chris Algieri and Pauli Malinaji. Guys, we're talking Tyson Fury. We're going to talk a little bit about his present, future, his legacy. He's been in the news a lot, and we're going to talk about it right here. And Teddy, um, I, I want to start with you because it's a question that's been going around with social media. Fury hasn't, he won't defend his belt at all this year. He's got a fight against Francis Ngannou coming up. But the talk from a lot of pundits that's is That's an that, event. That's uh, that's that's a money grab. It's an I'm event. glad you caught that. I'll call yeah. it an event from now on. He's yeah. got an event with Francis Ngannou. But the talk of, with the pundits has been going around saying Tyson Fury should be stripped. What, what do you think about that? If you're going <laughs> to get in line, buddy. You know, if, if you're going to do that, you you better go over to the middleweight champ, guy guy named Charlo, 800 days plus inactive. You better start there, you know, before you hear from Fury's lawyers and a whole bunch of other people, you know, to make a pretty good argument that if you're going to strip him, <laughs> how come you're not, how come you're not over there, you know, where you haven't seen that guy. He could be on a milk container, you know what I mean? So, and and listen, uh, the, the stuff came out with Charlo that maybe he's having some mental health issues. That's serious stuff. I get it. Um, you know, so I'm not going to push there too much. But 800 days, wow. You know, so uh, either you're going to have a standard for everybody, right? Or you're not. I mean, if you go in any of the other major sports, there's going to be a standard. There's going to be an understanding of, you know, what will go over the line as far as getting you in trouble. Um, you know, it's it's pretty clear. Boxing, it's never clear. And, I mean, it's, you know, we don't know. We're going to be nothing but honest here. Uh, it's got a lot to do with relationships. Mm -hmm. Who's close to the head guys in that particular rating organization? Who's the cash cow? You know, all of that. So I, if it's a personal question, um, then it's different. But if it's a legal question, 
and you're saying should they legally should they strip him you you can't do it because you got other guys that are inactive like i just pointed out so you can't just go and do it. now if it's personal where you say hey you know he's got the heavyweight title one of the titles and as the heavyweights go it's the head it's the head of the snake right of boxing and it's important that he's out there as the heavyweight champ fighting you know and yeah, would I say I'd like to see him more active? Would I like to say that you want to ask him the question, you know, either do something or get off the pot? You know, are you serious? Do you, you know, because otherwise there's other guys in line that we can obviously put there so they can actually do something called fighting in the ring and hopefully with competitive fights. But another problem with going after Fury is. I know some people probably get mad when I say this, but you could make an argument. He's the face of boxing right now. He's the heavyweight champ. He's the most vocal guy. He's the best self-promoter in the game. Um, you know, he, he, it's almost impossible not to see something about him, not to hear something about him. So how are you going to go and get rid of a guy that is really the star in many ways of your franchise, that franchise being the totality of boxing. So you got a lot of, you got a lot of issues there. I would love to see him fight more. I would love to see him, you know, obviously in with competitive fights. And part of the problem was in, in competitive fights, I'll tell you who you got to blame. And I love the fans across the pond, but blame the fans. And everyone's going to go, Teddy, what are you talking about? Blame the fans. Because they spoil their guys over there. They they come out there, put 100,000 people in Wembley Stadium, and they put 60,000. They put 100,000 to see them fight a fight that, you know, they like. But they put 60,000 in to see Joshua or Fury fight the doorman from the King's Arms. <laughs> and, and it's the truth. Because they're great fans. They love their fighters. So they're going to make them rich. They're going to come out no matter who they fight. So how are you going to tell them that they got to fight Godzilla when, they, you know, when you're allowed to go and play around with Pee Wee Herman and, and they're still going to make you rich? When I die, I want to come back. I don't know about you guys. I want to come back as either Hearns or Hearn or Warren. So, <laughs> yeah, I want to. So I, the, the great fans across the pond can make me rich. I'll tell you, Teddy. Teddy, you made some good points, man. It's hard to follow up that one, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to try to just jump on board with some of the things. You know, first off, you know, when it comes to the mental health issues, you know, I know Tyson Fury also went through some. They said Charlo went through some. I feel like that's sort of a get-out-of-jail-free card when guys bring that up, you know? I mean, yes, there are some serious issues with it at times, but it's also, you can't really prove the diagnosis either. You just kind of just got to go. Oh, somebody says you got a mental health issue. Oh, we got we to gotta hold our hands up and stand back. He wants to take 100%. over as long as he can. He wants to pull out of fights. Ryan Garcia uses this as well uh, for pull out of a, a fight or two himself. I, I just feel like it's it's a really touchy situation because people won't let you when you grasp onto it and, and you have a, much of an opinion on it. But at the same time, it's like a get out of jail free card. Anytime you don't want to do something, you just you can just use that today, and then everybody has to lay their hands off you and let you do it. You know. I agree. It's an event. This uh, this this Fury Usyk fight is an event. I, I brought up in the past how Ali fought uh, not Fury Usyk. You meant Ngannou. Sorry, yeah, you're right, Teddy. Fury and Ngannou. Fury Usyk is a fight that I want to see and everybody else wants to see. Of course. But 
But yeah, the uh, the Frankie Fury and Gano fight is uh is more of an event, and I I've brought this up in the past. Ali fought Antonio Inoki in the seventies, but he also defended his title four times the same year he fought Antonio Inoki. So he did his event, but he was true to the heavyweight title, and he was true to boxing in, in his own right, and in, in making those defenses and, and and fighting those fights. And I feel like that's kind of the kind of thing that's got to be enforced. If you're gonna allow these sort of sideshows, these events, okay, you know, you talk about great fans that support it. You know, I think they're idiots. I, I think personally, they the the, the crew that comes over from MMA or watch their guys fight a, fight a doorman or watch their guys shoot a pool, shoot pool or watch their guy do a spelling bee, no matter what he's doing, they're, they're going to come in and tune in full blast. And, and in, in reality, I feel like that's a, a, a little bit of, a, of an economical problem in the UFC and that they don't pay their fighters enough. So they got to come over to boxing and become punching bags for the boxers. And I feel like it's, while I'm happy for a guy like, like Nganu, at the same time, we as boxing fans shouldn't have to give up our desires for the biggest fights possible in order to make these things happen, you know? But again, money money is king, and, and, and when you sell, you can make anything you want happen. Uh, ultimately, I, I don't know how, how you end up selling this. I mean, you, you got a point. Uh, he's Fury sort of like a franchise. But unlike every other sport, you know, does what what is it about boxing? Our franchise guy doesn't have to fight. He doesn't have to show up. The franchise guy from every other sport has to perform. You got to keep him out there. You got to keep him busy in a, in fights that people want to see. You know, okay, yeah, he's gonna fight in, in in this event against a UFC fighter, against an MMA guy, but not even a UFC fighter actually, because Ngannou actually just signed with PFL, so we're gonna say a PFL fighter. But nonetheless. I mean, it's not what boxing fans have been wanting. And it's sort of like we kind of have to play second fiddle again in this situation. And fighters age out. Fighters get old. You don't know what kind of fight you're going to have with Fury and, and Usyk if it gets made later on, if it even gets made later on. You know, like I'm sure Errol Spence is wondering, man, if I would have fought Terrence Crawford earlier, you know, maybe when he wasn't a full-blown welterweight or when he first came up the way everybody wanted the fight to happen, maybe I'd have had a better I had a better time with him. You know, timing and, and everything uh, ends up uh, make, being a big factor in these things. You know, sometimes you're better if you fight a guy at a certain point, or you might be worse if you fight him later on. Um, the longer we wait here, man, I don't even know if we're going to see Fury using, and that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, you guys you guys made some great points. I mean, Teddy, you laid the groundwork, and Paulie basically said all the things I wanted to say. But there's one thing, Teddy, that you said that, you know, the word standards. Standards and practices in boxing, we don't have that. We've no. never had that. There, there, there is, there is no uniformity to to the rules and who has to abide by them. Um, you know, you mentioned the face of boxing. When we have these guys, you know, the the, the Tyson Furies, the Canelo Alvarezes, the Floyd Mayweathers, the Oscar De La Hoyas, those guys can do what they want. They always could. They, you know, they are the money train. They are in control. But Oscar and Floyd and Canelo fight a lot, and Tyson seems to think that he doesn't have to. And he's chasing these money grabs because that's all Nagano is. It's 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 a sideshow, like you guys have both been saying. And that's what gives me an inclination that I don't think Fury really wants a, a real fight anymore. He wants he wants the money. He's he's been undisputed. He's he's currently still got one of those world titles. Um, he, if he really wanted to unify with Usyk, like I said about those other guys, he's in the driver's seat. He could make that fight happen very easily. Uh, the fact that he's going this Nagano route when he hasn't fought for almost a year anyway, makes me think that he doesn't want to compete against a guy like Usyk or any of these top guys. And then to another point, just with these these champions who basically lie in recess holding on to titles, I think about the young fighters coming up. I think about myself if I didn't get my shot. I didn't have any power to demand a shot. I had to be undefeated. I had to, I had to slip in and be a B-side. I had to come in and be a sacrificial lamb. You know, th these guys are, are chomping at the bit for their chance. And most fighters... So most fighters don't get a chance, let alone multiple chances. So now you got these guys where these belts are being held 
their dreams are are wasting away like 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 a like a sand a time um so it's it's yeah it's 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 upsetting for me looking thinking about what the the young fighters and the guys who want to be champion their dream is to be champion when you have these face of boxing champions who can just lie and sit on their on their belts yeah champions need to be active so yeah, well, it, it, it's a shame what's going on. Well, you know, with these with these fighters, that there is no standards. That's why there's we no need practice. a national commission. Exactly, you know, and uh, that's another conversation for another day. I get it, but really, uh, I mean, to set as you just said, to set a standard, to you know, to set uniform rules and expectations across the darn board. Um, you know, uh, would anybody who knows anything about boxing argue with me that? <laughs> That Canelo uh, can get away with things that that somebody else couldn't get away with. Would anyone argue that knows anything and been around boxing for more than five minutes nope. argue that statement? I don't nope. think so. Nope. No, you're right. And guys, we're we're gonna keep this going, but first we're gonna have some positivity to this. Wednesday night fights, Pro Box Pro Box TV. Every other Wednesday, these guys give you great fights. Let's take a look at what's next on September twentieth. Wednesday Night Fights. Hey guys, make sure you tune in Wednesday Night Fights here on ProBox TV. We got great action fights, 50-50 matchups in all-out wars throughout. We have consistently put on the best fights around. Good fighters, great fights on your boxing channel with a star-studded cast bringing you the fight. Myself, Chris Algieri, the former world champion, and of course, Mike Goldberg. So make sure you tune in Wednesday Night Fights for all the action. As Goldie likes to say, here we go. This Wednesday, September 20th, live from the Pro Box Event Center in Plant City, Florida, it is Wednesday Night Fights, featuring Batarjan Jukembaev versus Hugo Alberto Roldan, Lester Martinez versus Lionel Thompson, Clay Waterman versus Kareem Hackett, Ismael Villarreal versus John David Martinez. Get your tickets at ProBoxTV.com or take your chances at the door. Wednesday Night Fights. Next one, September 20th. It's going to be a good one. Paulie's there. Chris is there in Spanish. We got Juan Manuel Marquez. It's always it's always an all-star lineup when it, when it co comes to commentators, when it comes to talk shows, when it comes to news. Um, Chris, I want to say I agree with you. I don't think Fury's going to be in another meaningful fight. He said he wants to top the Forbes list. Now, I know you can only take what he says with a grain of salt, but the proof is in the pudding. And Teddy, to your point, his last two fights have been big, big fights in England against Chisora and Dillian White, but they, they weren't mega fights on the heavyweight landscape. But you're right, they sold out stadiums. So um, I think that's why the talk is, Teddy, that, that he should be stripped. And also to your point, Teddy, you talked about Jamal Charlo, they won't strip him, yet they stripped his brother who's fighting Canelo. So when you talk about what kind of rules are we following? It's the wild, wild west. <laughs> like I said, you know, you can't mess with Canelo. You know, it, it, that's the teacher's pet, uh, so to speak, over there. We've all been there, right? Where, you, whether it was playing ball somewhere, you know, basketball, football, baseball, or being in school, where there was somebody who was the favorite of the coach or the favorite you know, of the teacher, and they they couldn't do anything wrong. Uh, Canelo, obviously, 
He's the cash cow. He's the golden goose. He lays the golden eggs. And um, he, yeah. you want to know who's in charge? He's in charge. Really, and that's not too strong a statement. That's a pretty honest statement. He's in charge. You know, you, you think guys like Suleiman are in charge? No. Guys like Canelo that draw that kind of money and that kind of pay-per-view activity, you know, yeah. So that that's who's in charge. Follow the money. So, but that's another problem with boxing again, where you don't have any standards. You don't have any... Uh, you know, any rules really that apply to everybody. And and aside from just having rules, basically like a, like a legislator that's making making whatever the laws might be, we, we got to have some teeth too. There's got to be a way to punish those who, who break the rules because we don't have that either. And that's that's one of the reasons why whoever whoever the the, uh, you know, the the uh, the bad guys are in the situation um who are doing whatever they want to do is that there's there's no there's nothing to to keep them from doing what they're doing they're just going to run roughshod over the sport and do whatever they want and take a slap on the wrist and keep on moving so until there's teeth to actually punish um the aggressors in the sport it's never going to change and they don't want it to change they, there's too much power um you know and 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 the fighters i don't know the fighters at the top that's that's the thing about about boxing i guess it's i mean all sports we're, we're so fragmented we've got that top 0.0001% and you know, they are the money makers. They make the vast majority of the money and they make the vast majority of those decisions, like you said about Canelo. And then you got everybody else and everybody else. I mean, it, there's, it's a long gap. It's getting up to that, that upper echelon level. Um, so, you know, then it's like, do the, do the, do the really powerful fighters really want a change either? I don't really know. Like you said, if they're in the driver's seat, then, then why would they? Yeah, if you notice, when you try to enforce anything on the really powerful fighters, they get offended. Like, wow, you had the audacity to enforce some rules on me? That's <laughs> incredible. Uh, I could, uh, Actually, we were, uh, we were discussing with Tim Bradley uh, recently about the uh, WBO giving uh, Tofimo Lopez a pass and now creating this uh, sort of super champion situation. And they framed it as a support system. They framed that as well. You know what? We're going to give him a champion. They got champion recess or super champion. I don't know what they call him. George, you know, you know better than me. Uh, they, they gave him some kind of stipulation to where he won't have to defend uh, against a mandatory in the meantime. And he's champion in recess. Yeah, you were right. Doesn't so that in itself kind of say that you're not a champion? You're in recess. How can you be <laughs> in recess? How can yeah, you be yeah. a champion when you're not there? You're in recess. Absolutely right. That's the thing. I mean, they did that, and I can remember. And then, and they're basically framing it like they're giving a support system to Tofimo. The VC said the same thing about Jamal Charlo. It's a support system for mental health. It's uh because you know they 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 don't want to drop them because you know they they need that support system. But when Chris Algieri, who's right here on the, on our show. They wanted to go fight Manny Pacquiao five months after he beat Ruslan Pravodnikov and wanted to come back to 140 regardless and defend his title. The same organization stripped him. I mean, dude, I mean, you got a guy who's trying to be active. He's trying to be active. You know, like, and he has told you, I'm coming back to 140 and, and I'm going to defend this title. Now, and I was fighting in the same organization. It was w I was the WBO champion. I was going up to fight for the WBO title against Pacquiao and then immediately go back down or stay there and defend again regardless. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same organization. Why Why are they punishing me? So so the, the upper echelon, continuing with that conversation about the upper echelon, it's basically if you're with the big three promoters and you're a big fighter among the big three promoters, which is our top rank, Hearn and, and, uh, and PBC, a little bit of, of, of Warren, but honestly, somebody like Warren who has fury. And a little D. La Hoya, a little D. La Hoya. 
Yeah. So it's like, you know what? It's like the, the, the rules enforce in some ways, but they don't enforce in some other ways. You know, it's like, so it depends on who, uh, depends on who you're connected with. And like Teddy says, follow the money. Uh, that's what it is. You know, I, I'd say real quick, uh, Senator McCain, uh, John McCain, I've met with him. I, I interviewed him. I, we were trying to get a national commission together for a while. And before that, God bless him. He's not with us anymore. And, but he, he cared about boxing. And he, was, he started the Muhammad Ali Act. And to Paulie's, this is what made me say this because of what Paulie said. Uh, no, actually, it was Chris. To Chris's point, it, it didn't have teeth. It's, it was, and Jack Newfield, the late great writer, who was a friend of mine, he put it really the best. He said, listen, it's a nice idea, but it's more, it's more alley shuffle than it is punch. You know, it, it, there has to be more punch to it, as, as Chris would say, more teeth to it. Um, it sounds good because we're like, we're like people that are walking across the desert, our tongues hanging out. And if we see anything that's promising, that gives us hope, we, we see an oasis. The problem is when we get there, it's nothing but sand. And, and that's the way it is. So they, we put out the Muhammad Ali Act. We say, okay, that's going to tighten things up. That's going to put the promoters you know, on, on warning where they, it's going to control what they do. It's going uh, it's, it's to keep them in line. Um, in, in the ways that we want them to be in line to follow some kind of pattern of rules. But again, it, it had no teeth. Uh, the last thing I'll say is Jack Newfield said, you know what, it, it wound up being kind of like chicken noodle soup when you had the flu. You know, it, 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 it smelled good, it made you feel a little better, but it didn't kill the disease. It, it, you needed an antibiotic to kill the germ. And I, I know I'm being strong when I say that, but we need an antibiotic mm. to kill some of the germs in this sport that has really uh, a lot of areas that, that it shouldn't have of, of weakness. This is Real Talk on ProBox TV, and there's a lot cooking on ProBox TV. Let's take a look at what's to come. ProBox TV is your boxing channel. There's nothing else like this in boxing. We are a 24-7 boxing streaming network dedicated only to the sweet science. We provide boxing fans daily news, delivered in print and in a never-before-seen video format from our state-of-the-art studios in Florida. Along with daily talk shows every weekday, we also produce our own fights with our Wednesday night fight series, where we invite the best fighters who didn't make the cut for Showtime, ESPN, or DAZN, and wanna prove they belong in the big ring. But there's a catch. They have to fight each other. No easy wins. That's right, 50-50 matchups. As we like to say, good fighters in great fights. Three events per month, 40 per year. Now we aren't a promoter. We don't promote boxers. We don't compete with the championship networks. We cover and promote them all. We believe boxing should act as one and avoid being fragmented. We represent the fans and what they want. We promote boxing. We are your boxing channel.
We are ProBox TV. We are ProBox TV indeed. It's been some tough talk here. Don't forget, September 20th, ProBox TV, another Wednesday night fight card. Can I tell you something about those fights? Tell us. Real quick, I was watching your the promo here, and I've watched some of your fights. And I, I just want to say that you're, you're following the UFC didn't used to be the monster that they are today. And they did it with a simple formula. Not really, they're a monster, but not complicated. They put competitive fights on, period, bang. They do, and you guys are doing the same thing. You're following that formula. So I, I would just say that it's, it's, it's a good thing to see. There you go. That's, that's Teddy Atlas saying this. That was, that was unprompted. There's no script in front of Teddy. He's, he's telling it like it is. And uh, we're, we're going to wrap this show up, gentlemen. But, you know, we'll see the Tyson Fury saga. Teddy, you talked about an antibiotic. Sometimes I feel like the sport needs chemotherapy. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Tyson Fury. He's got that event coming up on October 28th, I believe. Um, and we'll see what the future brings up with Tyson. But, guys, this was Deep Waters. We went deep. On Tyson Fury, I want to thank you, Teddy, Chris, and Pauly. Make sure you subscribe to ProBox TV. ProBox TV is your boxing channel.